Welcome back to another episode of Nights at the Brown Table, a podcast for Pacific Islanders, just sharing our views and opinions and the, and the lens through which we see the world. Welcome back, Lamar Silla. Nice to be gathered again. How have you been this week? I've been good, but I do have an intro that I want to do. Did you want to introduce your names first? Oh, yes. This is Sefa. I'm Sila. To the vast intergalactic space of the interwebs, it is I, your favorite songstress, seamstress, mistress, mattress, and now an actress in the fortress, wow. Shalama. The crowd is wild. Wow. Well, I they, was ready to do that this whole week. I can tell. I'm wow. very, I'm, wow. I'm impressed with the diction through mm-hmm. which you express that. Thank very you. good, very good. Yeah, sorry, I just really wanted to add on to that. So now I'm an actress in a fortress. Wow, how did you come to that conclusion that you're an actress in a fortress? Um, I just envisioned myself in a fortress, wow, and because so I'm really good at acting, so it's imaginary. It just came naturally. So mm. yeah, beautiful. Wow, that fortress. Wow. Yeah. This evening, the topic that I have chosen to talk about is the push-up challenge. So for those who don't know, the push-up challenge entails 25 push-ups for 25 days, and each day you nominate a different person to participate. According to these posts, it is to raise awareness for suicide prevention, mental health, PTSD, and anxiety. And these posts tend to have captions or hashtags which ask people to reach out if needed. So the reason why I'm bringing this up is because there was a video titled The Press Up Challenge Needs an Upgrade, which was posted by Mr. G. Hoekte Art on Facebook. Who is an amazing artist. He is. Yeah. Artist. Have you actually scrolled through his... I love his Like style. as in, paint, is he a painter, Yeah, he does murals, everything. a lot of stuff. Yeah, amazing artist. So he presses this um, video and he talks about the need of an upgrade or an emphasis shift in this challenge. And he further explains how he will be taking this challenge by doing one push-up and reaching out to one family member or friend per day. And this challenge he poses comes from his own experiences as he shares a moment where five years ago he was in this position and says, when you are going through depression, the last thing you feel like doing is actually reaching out. Mm, very true. He emphasizes the importance of reaching out and commends those who have already participated in the challenge. And I think it's also important to also highlight he is coming from a place of compassion, not only from his personal experiences, but from the loved ones he has lost. For me, I didn't see anything wrong with it. Like, I, I noticed that a lot of people are just doing the copying and paste. And for me, I think it's awesome. Some, they don't feel the need to either add, usually they just tag someone. And a lot of the people on that I've been seeing through the push-up challenge have been like older Samoan mm. men. And for me, I love it. Like the fact that they're just doing this, a lot of them aren't used to vocalizing their own emotions or their own personal experiences. So for them, I'm just like, oh, I applaud you for even getting up there. But they've just been funny as heck with how they've been doing, them doing it at work. And I'm just like, I'm sure. You're, you're like, on the clock. Oh, which it is, oh, which it is. Um, Not a You're on the work, you're on the dime, right? You're on the clock right now. Um, you're still cat boots. And so like, for me, I'm just like, I applaud them and their efforts. Um, but I do love with, I can't pronounce his name properly, Hotiki Art. Um, I love how for him, he's just adding more depth to it. He doesn't, you know, take away from anything that has already been done, but I think he's just putting in more effective ways, elevating it to what we can actually do to help people. Mm. Like with, with him, like how he adds more weight to, to the challenge, it reminds me of 
the steps that were given with the are you okay day step one is always ask are you okay two is listen three is encourage action four is check in a lot of the time when people are going through mental health challenges whether it's depression anxiety or if you're if you feel like you're stuck in a bad place for too long like he said you don't ask for help mm. a lot of the time because you're just fighting it yourself so I love how he said that for those, if you can see someone in there, reach out. And I know with me, like with a lot of people, a lot of the time when you are in those dark places, sometimes you don't want to answer the phone. And so for me, I think something that I love that my family and my friends have done with me is they will annoyingly, lovingly push me. Like they will turn up, they will call me, they send me other text messages, but something that I love that they do is just to ask are you okay and wait for an answer don't just ask you okay and then want to rush off and the whole thing with listening and then encouraging action and then always checking up on them and i think for me this week that's something that i've tried to do more often if i see someone or i feel like someone's not in a good place i don't just ask them i will follow up again the next day is there anything that i can do how are you doing just to check up on someone that's really helping with with mental health awareness no i think you hit it right on the head what i thought his video was going to be because when you had first put it up in the chat mm. i thought it was going to be just someone else kind of ranting or preaching mm. uh, and being critical of something that i didn't think was that bad i didn't i don't participate have i been nominated yes i just hit it from my timeline i'm not gonna do it <laughs> <laughs> um can the push-up just be like pushing up something push it, while I'm, you're sitting I'm, I'm pushing up by liking your post <laughs> And that's Let me about just push my hands up to the end. Praise <laughs> the Lord. Praise you. Praise the Lord. <laughs> but it's your heart. That's what I mean. Like I, I wasn't going to participate, but mm. I the internet can become so trolly mm, where true. you're just so critical at throwing things when someone's trying to highlight a a particular need in the community and society. Someone's always cri criticizing mm. that voice, saying, mm. "Oh, but what about all these other ones?" I was like, "Well, then he wouldn't have brought it up if." in the first place had these this group of people Very didn't true. need it but the fact that he did bring it up it brings up more conversation surrounding the issue as to how we could actually help these people practical ways i think that's awesome like and because there's awesome. been a lot of challenges like one of the challenges that I've what's done, the worst one the, the one that i've just been annoyed as hell with this week is when people are grabbing something from the back seat and then they hit the person oh, in yeah, the passenger yeah. seat yeah for me i'm just like that's like, I know Wait, what's they, a, what challenge is that? What so it's, it's like a, I think it's like a trend on TikTok or something. You, raising awareness for you sent the video. I just thought yeah. it was a single video. No. It's going around. And for me, I'm just like, that's next level disrespectful. So I noticed like a lot of um, ethnic parents, yeah. they um, would not take that crap. So a lot of the time they either swear or they hit the kid. I should, not that we promote violence, but for me, I'm just like, that's just so disrespectful. I, I don't find any humor in that kind of stuff where you're hurting someone else. Mm. I just don't find it funny. Right, I could not do that to my parents. No. I wouldn't even try. My I dad would look slack, at me. And then I would also get Heidi. Yeah. So. My dad would look at me, flare his nostrils, and I would stop. <laughs> so I am 29 years old, and my parents are still doing <laughs> Heidi. So, whenever people say, what are your greatest fears? I'm just like, my father. <laughs> father? My mum. My father. My mum. Yeah. My mother's and my father's. <laughs> what a, what's a challenge that you've seen that's kind of crap? Kind of crap? Oh, I don't think there's been a... I don't think there's anything wrong with the challenges. I know it's trends, but I feel like it all started with the Coney thing. Do you remember that? Oh, Coney? oh my! Yes, do not bring this up because I spent money on getting a Coney packing. I remember sharing all this up. Coney was was it 2012? 2012. Yeah, 2012. So he was a dictator, I think in Ghana. Yeah. Yeah. And it was oh. like the whole promotion of um, 
war crimes. So he used to take children and turn them into soldiers. So like turning them into weapons of yeah. war. Um, so it was the whole thing of bringing him to like they need to catch him so that he can be held accountable for war crimes. Like that was the whole thing. And so that was kind of like the in my campaign. mind the first campaign that just like went huge on social media. Yeah. So it went from that. Then there was the MLS challenge. The oh, whole the ice, ice bucket water bucket. I thought that was cool. But did anyone actually look into MLS? Okay, I made a one-time donation <laughs> of ten dollars, and I hope that wherever it went. <laughs> I, I mean, I prayed before I donated but, to But, like, so. I felt like with those trends mm. and those challenges, it did make some people look into it. So yeah. it did raise awareness. Which is time, its goal. Yeah. yeah. But I feel like nowadays, a lot of the challenges and TikTok stuff and whatever, it is for clout. Like, people doing those things to hurt others and get a laugh. I'm just like, oh, you're doing it because you want to get famous, but you're getting famous off the wrong crap. So like, when I was looking into this, there was, I had a few thoughts. One is that... I'm all for anything that brings awareness to a topic mm. or like a yeah. cause and whatnot. The second thought I had was, is a good deed still a good deed if someone posts a video with intentions of clout or gratification or whatnot? Mm. Because for me, it's like anything is better than nothing, right? Yeah. And which I went into this like rabbit hole of looking up um, moral philosophy. Mm-hmm. And then I'm still in that hole. Because any hole is a goal. No, exactly. <laughs> the, 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 the bigger question that becomes, especially with moral philosophy, is is there such a thing as pure altruism? Altruism mm. is mm. doing something just for the sake of its yeah. goodness yeah. without getting thing, anything in return. Mm-hmm. But the thing for me is, like, I've seen, like, I can't help but think of a lot of people in my life where I feel like they have been a true testament of doing things just because just, just mm. they love me. Yeah. Or just because it's it's something that they feel is right mm-hmm. and i've seen a lot of people do the same things for others so for me i, I it's hard for me to comprehend that someone would own like the, the that full stop people yeah. only do it for, for gratification i don't say love love say not sing so why are people doing push-ups anyway? In my research, there is actually a website called thepushupchallenge.com.au. Okay. The Push-Up Challenge started in 2018 and it aims to raise awareness of mental health in Australia. This year, the Push-Up Challenge highlights the devastation number of Australian lives lost to suicide in 2018. So in this year's challenge, for the Push-Up Challenge, they wanted to do 3,046 push-ups. And that number comes from the amount of suicides Australia had in 2018. So I'm not sure if the 25 push-up challenge is the same as what this challenge on this website is, but that's what I looked into and I think that's... Do you know what it reminds me of? The deviations of the numbers? It reminds me of the loom thing <laughs> that happened. Because wow. oi, remember how it was a three hundred dollar buy-in, and then suddenly how did you, you get out the oi, end? When people couldn't make their money back, everyone was like, "Hey, it's a thirty-seven point fifty buy-in," because they just wanted. To so, <laughs> to anyone who doesn't know what the loom challenge is, ask your dear friend. friend. <laughs> ask your people's friends. So many people. No, check your message request because it's probably someone that you weren't friends with, but they wanted you to join their loom. It's probably in there. But next episode, but, I know. <laughs> oh, but, join my loom. No, but that's what that's what it reminds me of. Is just because there's the 25, 
25 a day for 25 days, mm. but then there's the C10, do 10, tag 10. To me, the C10, do 10, tag 10 is because you couldn't do 25 <laughs> and you couldn't do it for 25 days. So that's why they cut it down so that more people could participate. It, it's true though, because the one. It's not. It's true. But anything is better than nothing. So whether you do 1, exactly. 10, or 25. Or you just watch people and you clap. You've yeah. done your part. I liked. Just like. I liked. Like the that, post. That's, that's a boost in the newsfeed. Exactly. I did my part. Just one taste and you'll be saying, I want my Dara Lee. I want my Dara Lee. Just one taste and you'll be saying, I want my Dara Lee. Just one taste and you'll be saying, I want my Dara Lee. Jeez Louise. Today's segment is going to be called Story Time. My mate, has, his name's Offa. Is this his real name or have no, you No, no, it's name? a changed name. Oh. Is he from somewhere south? Oh, no, she. <laughs> Leon. <laughs> Jonah. Offer, Jonah. Offer had a falling out with their mate and they, like, it's been going, it's not one that was confrontational. It was more of he said, she said, that sort of stuff. The issue is, is that this friend that Offer had a falling out with has become friends with the family. And so they're oh, always oh, around. Yeah. Rough. And so... It reached a level of intensity where he, he was like, I just don't want to be around them. And so, even though they're always around the house, he kind of just stays in his room, blah, blah, blah. So, he messages me and he's like, oi, guess what happened? This friend was at their house and they wouldn't leave. Like, they were around. So, to avoid seeing this person, he had to piss outside his window. So, my question to you is... What is the pettiest thing that you've done to avoid somebody? I'll allow one degree of separation. It can either be you or someone you know who actually did it. It can't be a story you heard so just of a friend of a friend. Someone. Just to avoid someone. Just to avoid someone. But what what what's the pettiest thing you do? Because for me, I do it a lot of the time. I'm not a big fan of small talk with people. I'm not. Mm. That, that, that I just consider yeah. acquaintance. Yes. So a lot of the time, if I see them at the shops, I pretend I can't see them, and I expect them to pretend they can't see me. I just don't want to do that. Oh, hi, how are you doing? But do and you, they really don't care, and I really don't care. But are I'm you, because like, some people are bad at it, where they, they make eye contact first, and then they look away. Are you good at that, or do you just avoid? I just pretend I can't see them. Straight away, okay. So what I do remember is one of my friends, he said that he was on the bus, and there was someone that he saw, he didn't want to, he couldn't avoid, because, you know, the bus is small. And so he said they saw him, but because once you lock eyes, so he pretended that he was daydreaming, just stared the person in the eye, the person stared him in the eye, and then just slowly looked out the window to pretend it was just all daydreaming. And I was just like, ah. So for me, that's probably, I was just like, okay, that's your acting skills. You deserve not an Oscar, not an Emmy, but an Aria. A Logie. Yeah, a Logie. A Logie. A Logie, oh. even, yeah. One of the Can I just say, I, I'm thriving in COVID-19. <laughs> so this whole quarantine isolation thing has given me the opportunity to not come up with an excuse to mm. hang out with people. You just cough when they call. <coughs> mm, I just don't pick up the phone. Wow. <laughs> that level. It's harder to come up with an excuse though. Why do no. you even answer the phone? So for me, oh, my go-to okay. is, oh, I was asleep. I'm not asleep. I'm watching Netflix. How soon after do you respond? I respond the next day. Oh, you were asleep for 24 hours. Sorry, I was asleep. I was just watching Boot Red. It's me, Richard. Boot Red, get baptized. I'm gonna baptize you. Slow motion. In the past, has there ever been a situation where your 
caught with your pants down, so to speak. Or unless it's a literal situation. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> Have you ever been caught out in a lie? Oh yeah. I feel like, I feel like a good story's coming. No, it's not as, as honestly. It's just super basic. Like it's nothing. Like it's nothing big. But there's times when I will say I'm not home, but then my car's at the front. <laughs> Have they called you out on it? Where they're like, I'm outside your house though. I'm in the driveway. I'm watching you right now from the window. You know, it's funny though. Close your curtains um, if you're going to be so sensitive. <laughs> the thing is, when people usually knock on my door, I am not inside. So to give um, a visual of what my place looks like, I live in a granny flat and I have two doors, but they're see-through. It's mm-hmm. like glass doors, yeah. right? So when someone would knock on my door, I'm usually in my room mm-hmm. or I'm on the toilet doing a poo. One of those two. Honestly, it's, it's one or the other. Mm, so I'm lucky in a sense when someone has knocked on my door, I just don't answer it. Just reach out. Mm. Even though, oh, so my light, another visual, visualization is my house is filled with so many colorful lights. So even though my colorful lights would be going off, my computer be on and my TV is up on loud, I just don't answer my door. Mm. Your stories sound sensibly evasive. I've been in a situation where I've tried to avoid somebody. I jumped over a couch and now mind you, it wasn't in someone's house. This was in public. I was in a library and I didn't want to see someone. So I jumped over a couch and I hid behind the couch like a cat. Who were you trying to avoid? The Lord. What was her name? (laughs) What was her name? Let's just not dwell on details (laughs) right now. That's not important, Sila. What's important (laughs) is... I hid behind a couch oh. as a 25-year-old... Grown-ass man. Grown. Just not grown up. Just sat there for like maybe two minutes, three minutes, waited till the coast was clear, and then I ran to the nearest disabled bathroom. Us when we were kids, like my parents, like they did this thing where if we were home, we weren't allowed to answer the door. Oh, yeah. So like literally people would come knocking on the door. We would turn off the TV and everyone would drop to the floor. We do that when we But no one can see inside the house. That's yeah. <laughs> No one can see inside the house. We would all turn off the TV, drop on the floor, and just like be quiet until they're gone. That's me. Mm. Missionaries. That's right? me as a 29-year-old man. <laughs> <laughs> no. Just stop, drop, well, and no, roll. When, okay, so Is it for fire going, emergencies? So, funnily enough, my lights are all going off, and when someone knocks on the door and I'm hiding, and I just turn my lights off. <laughs> Fade away. Fade away. <laughs> okay, cool. So, because I'm super prepared, wow. the game I've done is the same from last week, so it's the questions. So we're just going to go around, grab one, answer it, go as deep as you want, or as on the surface as you want. We will start with Lamar. Here I go! I'm picking up the piece of paper. I have it in both of my hands and I'm nervously excited to open this. And here I go, I'm opening it up right now. The question is, where's the next place on your travel bucket list and why? Oh, this is a great question. Next place I have in mind it would be Iceland. But I know I won't go there. It was, <laughs> I would love to go there like next, but I'll probably end up going to America next anyway. Mm-hmm. But Iceland is definitely on the top of my list. Have you seen Iceland? Yeah. It's a beautiful. Some pictures and stuff, yeah. I do have a mate that lives there and he's an amazing photographer that I met in Africa. And I would just love to go see the landscapes and just be in nature. 
Can you see the northern lights yes. from there? Oh, yeah. I thought it was just Norway. Yeah. So, okay. oh, actually, there's two. Mm-hmm. Iceland and Switzerland. To see the northern lights or just on your bucket list? So the Switzerland, um, for Switzerland, I would love to go see the Alps. Mm-hmm. I would love to get married there. Applicants, please apply. I oh, already got too many. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Must be nice. <laughs> Question. What personality traits do you share with your relatives? People who know my siblings, so the oldest and the youngest aren't, don't really share this personality trait, but me and five of my sisters are quite talkative, loud. So how many siblings do you actually have? I'm one of eight. And so my younger brother and my oldest sister aren't very uh, yeah. talkative, but everyone else, me and five, are very, um, very loud. But the thing is, though, they're, they're different kind of loud. I'm loud whenever, wherever. That, that's mm. just me. But the other ones are kind of loud just amongst us. And then they won't really act that way elsewhere when we're around even extended relatives and um, other social gatherings and stuff. They won't talk like that. But at the house, man, their partners <laughs> just kind of get their plate of food and go sit in the living room while the rest of us just dish. <laughs> we dish <laughs> while we're eating. Rosesh. <laughs> Rosesh on whoever didn't show up today. I did. And then as soon as one by one leaves, roast the one that left first. Um, my one is, what's the scariest thing you've ever done and why did you do it? So I've, apart from my dad being one of my greatest fears, <laughs> my other fear is I have this huge fear of heights. And so my cousin, who's also my best friend, Moa, shout out! Um, she always tries to push me and encourage me to face my fear of heights. So one of the things I did was, I know it's, it might be wrong because it might be animal cruelty, but I rode a camel, I rode an elephant, I did zip lining. Um, Where'd you go zip lining? We went zip lining in Gosford, Newcastle area, the treetops. And so for me, like, my fear of heights would usually put me in a sweaty mess, like mm. literally. Mm. So a lot of the time when I do those things, you just hear my mouth go off because I'm screaming and my eyes are closed. But um, I've noticed that as I've kept pushing myself, the fear is still there. So yeah, I, don't, I don't understand when people say face your fears, it goes away because it is still here. I'm still a sweaty mess. So for clarification, like riding a camel, mm-hmm. the height between the, you on the camel and the Look, floor. I was scared. Why did so you have I to make scared. that distinction, Lama? <laughs> no, because I was Leave her alone. Thinking, like, so for me, I, I don't know how tall it was, but it was, ri- mm. to me, it was super high. I mean, I was scared of riding a bike. That's like, that's how irrational yeah. my mind goes with yeah. the whole thing of heights. It's a thing of no support or whatever. And yeah. then, like literally, that's... I'm dripping. Because sometimes it's like that for water. Like if I can't see... I get panicked, even though there could be, like, there's rocks nearby, yeah. I'm not even drowning, but I'm panicking because I feel like, oh, there's something under the water that's mm. going to bite my booty. Yeah, it must be enough. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, did we do want to do another round? Yeah, one, one okay. more round. One more round. Here we go. Grab another piece of A-bar. <laughs> a bar. <laughs> I'm opening it up. Oh, this is easy. Would you say you're more of an introvert or an extrovert? Introvert, extrovert, doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. Introvert, extrovert, Actually, an extrovert. Extrovert, yeah. Oh. Hey, carry on. It's like, what did I just witness? Oh, it was, it was a jam. That was introvert, mm-hmm. extrovert. Sorry, um, going back to the question. Would you say you're more of an introvert or an extrovert? Um, I am an introvert, for sure. I'm an introverted extrovert. I can do well in social settings. Uh, However, they are very exhausting for me to the point where 
if I am out in social settings that are very exhausting, I would hibernate by myself weeks on end before I can come back out again and flourish. Doing something like this with Sila and I, is it is it taxing no, on you? No, so I prefer more intimate gatherings okay. yeah. over like a social fiasco of yeah. like so many people. So definitely I love, I thrive in these types of environments. I also thrive in the social settings. Like a lot of people know me as someone who is very out there, who is jungle kitty, who's very into <laughs> and that ass. But at the same time, I need to be by myself to recharge. Yeah. Thanks. My question is, do you have any pet peeves and what are they? As in, do I possess them or do what I... What are you, the pet peeve? No. Um, wasn't going to go there, <laughs> but now that you've opened that box, oh, sorry, uh, sorry. sounds like you wanted to get something off your chest. See like you know. <laughs> okay. Like, what are something that other people do that you just find annoying? You're just like, oh, they just irks you the wrong way. Oh, okay. There's two levels to this. One, if I don't think you're very smart, this is very judgmental of me, but if I don't think you're very smart, you are not, you're on the radar. You can see it in your face. You can kind of see it. I just kind of roll my eyes whenever that person talks. However, I get more annoyed when that person is talkative. So when they insert themselves in conversations that I, I think are way out of their depth, just hold your horses, don't speak, because you're, no. you're hindering the flow of this conversation. Especially if there's other people there that I think have so much to contribute, I want to hear from them. But yeah, that's a pet peeve of mine. My one is, at a party, where can someone find you? For me, I'm always on the dark floor. I was going to say this. I am always dancing. Always. I love dancing. So I'm always either dancing or if I see someone by themselves, then I usually go mm. talk with them because, you know, we all know the feeling. So I love dancing. Dancing. Yeah. Oh, that's fun. Well, thank you everybody for listening in. And just before we go, we have an Instagram. We're on Instagram. Um, it's nights at the brown table underscore. So next week with our Q&A, if you have any questions or any topics that you want us to speak on, um, message us there or we even put up stories or follow us on Instagram. And on top of that, if you have any requests for me, if you want me to sing, exactly, or if you want me to do really cool sounds, let me know. Like challenge him. Like yeah. this is a serious call to arms. Because I'm I, really I love good. this. You challenge him. Challenge him. Give him certain challenge noises. Me this is the new challenge. Exactly. The Shalomar challenge. Yeah. What type of noises, what type of songs you want him yeah. to sing? I could um, rap, I'm a singer, yeah. songstress. Subscribe to his OnlyFans. There is a payment that you will Whoa. um so please Contact us with your CCV, your account, your card number and the expiry date. Thanks. All proceeds go to the push-up challenge website. So please donate to a good cause. Now sing us out with a sample. Oh yeah, tonight was the night at the brown table. And we are going to be so full. Goodbye to you. Goodbye to me. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Goodbye to you! Goodbye to me! Until next Sometimes, sometimes, honestly, sometimes, like, 
Why? What's up, bless you so much? You are God's favorite. Seriously, I am serious. You are. Embrace that. Have you seen me do a prayer before? Have you heard me do a prayer before? Yes. You blessed me last time we came. No, out. he doesn't. He doesn't bless anyone except himself. No. It's a powerful prayer. Yeah. It's a conversation. It is. That's exactly what prayer is. Yeah. Yeah, me, and my daddy, <laughs> and my brother is up there too. Cuppy, <laughs> cuppy. Wait, is that finished? <laughs> Are you still recording? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I thought this was over.